Welcome to Bookcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls. Tune in to a live discussion at 4 p.m. UTC on Friday. Hi everyone, welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show with all crypto bulls. We're here to discuss the most exciting industry topics with the best industry experts, influencers, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogan, co-founder of Bullperks, and we're excited to welcome our guest today, Mikhail Laluz, uh, who's a Web3 content creator, educator, and public speaker. Mikhail is a multi-talented creative who has combined her skills in Web3 strategy, filmmaking, journalism, public speaking, directing, and acting. And through her experience as an early adopter of Web3 space, she has led uh, and educated the community of 70 K uh, uh, more people like I think combined is probably over 100k right in social media followers in both in TikTok, Twitter and many other social media platforms. She's a public speaker and has been featured in major podcasts and publications and been speaker in NYC, uh, NFT, Metacon and other conferences. Now she's in Dubai. So we got to talk about this part and just generally really nice to see you, Michaela. Welcome. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love the way you introduced me. I, I, I want you to introduce me a little bit more. It flowed very nice <laughs> off the tongue. So I love it. I love it. Let's go. Um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. Uh, I love talking about all things Web3. So this is going to be a really good chat, especially with some of the information we we just got today as well. So yeah. No, I love I love the energy. So we're gonna go straight uh, to the questions, right? Um, uh, we have uh, first half of the conversation. Are I'm gonna ask you questions, then our audience is gonna ask you questions. So let's go straight to it. Like you know, according to Google searches, the NFTs have exceeded inquiries about Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, and they're like end of the last year, early this year, and it has shown remarkable ability to, you know, to scale right now, you know, it, it drove the search of the NFT space and uh, the entire interest of this concept. But right now we're still in a bear market. So the reality of the bear market that the secondary market is not as active as it used to be before. So what trends are you seeing right now? Bear market is a mindset. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> what trends am I seeing right now? So, okay, I am very focused in the NFT space. Um, I'm not, and of course, not to sound silly, like the NFT space goes by the crypto space. Like, you know, if, if crypto goes down, uh, NFTs are affected. However, there are still communities and people that are, you know, and projects that are launching and things that are happening. Um, the meta changes, like the trends are changing every single day. So honestly, the, the trend that's right now and that, that I'm trying to actually tell founders and companies not only in the web3 space just in general to understand and like what we can learn from the slower moment in this the the web3 space is that change we need to adapt to change like understanding that this market is like like the the trends change every single day, every single week. There's like a new meta. There's a new vibe. There's something new to get interested in. Um, I, I'd say a trend right now is AI, and you could say, okay, well, that's not really NFTs or crypto, but but it, it like it is. Like at the end of the day, like Web three is just the next phase of the internet. So it's 
it's like saying like people will be like, oh, how do I how do I pivot my business into the Web3 space? Or, you know, can I do uh, my, can I bring my travel agency into the Web3 space? It's like, of course you can. That's like saying, can I bring my travel agency into Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, right? So right now, I think that a big trend is AI and ChatGBT. Um, Have you played around with ChatGBT yet? Oh, yes. I actually wrote an essay, like, you know, about the prediction of what's going to happen in crypto. And it was scary because by 2030, like the AI actually predicted that, like, I-, I wanted to play of the opportunities for the AI to destroy crypto. And it gave me very accurate, like, uh, playbook how like first it will deactivate <laughs> crypto as exchanges and everything. No, it was, it was curious how vulnerable it is, right? You know, and uh, it was scary, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I was going to say something like a little dark. So I'm like, oh, you don't need ChatGBT to tell you how to destroy crypto. Just read the headlines. Um, but, you know, that's another thing, really. And and I know it's not really part of the question, but, you know, we can't really ignore the fact on what happened with the whole centralized exchanges and, and stuff like that. So, again, I think another trend is education. Um, and I know that that's a, another buzzword, just like community and metaverse and decentralization and whatnot. But I think that more people like OGs or, or people that I really thought were, you know, have been in this space for so many years didn't truly understand what it meant to keep your funds on a centralized exchange until the whole FTX situation happened. And that's that's a big a big deal, you know? So I feel like right now trends are education, like le- learning more about like what you're doing uh, and why you're doing it and AI. Um, and it's not that people in Web3 are like onto the next new shiny thing. It's that this is all just it's embracing technology. Like that's, that's the the trend here. I feel like people mm-hmm. in the web three space are quick to embrace technology and a new and not afraid to pivot because in this space, as you know, we have to pivot all the time. We have to, we have to change and, and pivot all the time. And that's something really important. I think that again, a lot of people can learn from the web three space. Um, and that, yeah, that's not just about uh, crypto and NFTs. It's just kind of like a global thing. No, 100%. And then from, from this question, I want to jump right next to the, the UAE component, right? So you are right now in Dubai, and there's a huge metaverse strategy and agenda, billions of dollars have been deployed. So w- what do you see like, you know, being like, you know, there physically, and what is the current stage of adoption of NFTs and metaverse in UAE? It's huge. Um, It's kind of being looked at like the crypto capital of the world. And I think that it's like that because it's very easy for expats to to kind of come and you know get a visa and like open up a company and have a business and like you have just so many entrepreneurs and and builders here that want to network and um and work on things and you know you could say oh like yeah there there's that in LA or it's like that in New York but it's here there's just something special where it's i i, I don't really know how to put my finger on it but yeah, the, the networking is amazing. And, um, and they're really serious. Like the government is for it. Like I feel like the US is like against crypto and NFTs and it's like a bad word. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, all the headlines are so terrible. And here it's like they are. The UAE is investing $4 billion into the metaverse strategy. There's going to be 40,000 jobs by 2030 
for this metaverse strategy. They're really coming in full force. There's Every single day, there's a Web3 event. And the community here is on fire. I'm part of one of the largest NFT like Web3 communities in the whole MENA region, the whole Middle East, ArtsDAO um, and Beidou. I've had the pleasure of working with like UAE NFT. Um, and all of these these people are just, they're, they're from extraordinary backgrounds, like really serious government and business individuals um, are, are taking this very seriously. And um, in a report that I just got today, they were saying that... Um, they think or that it's uh, predicted that this metaverse opportunity is going to be worth or, or generating about 8 to $13 trillion when Gen Z starts to really adopt it. So again, this is obviously, as we know, like very new. Well, it's not new because all the crypto OGs are like, it's not new. We've been here the whole time, but we've been, you, you know, it became popular around only two years ago when I pretty much got in. So it is relatively yeah. new. And, um, you know, again, I'd like to remind everybody when the internet was invented, there was that dot com boom and there was all the headlines also saying, you know, in the, is the internet just a fad and whatnot? So yes, of course, there are scams in the NFT crypto space and the Web3 space, but there's scams everywhere. So like, don't let the headlines get you down, you know, really study and understand what the space has to offer. 100%. And, and, you know, if we go to the nitty gritty, like, you know, you've seen you were kind enough to send me this report, it was interesting, like, and it's a, so first of all, Dubai has a metaverse assembly. So it's an official organization that, that actually will govern the all the, uh, on the on the level of regulators, authorities, like, you know, uh, the, the job is the jobs will be created. Secondly, it was an interesting quote, you know, which I know you've been traveling through New York and LA, you lived there for quite a while, right? So the quote I love there is like buying land in the metaverse today is similar to buying land in New York 250 years ago. So please comment on that. Yeah, uh, I love that. There's a lot of good quotes in that report uh, that was just released today from the um, metaverse like assembly that happened in September, this September of 2022. Um, I was actually supposed to go, but I got caught up working on a project um, in the US and, you know, just hanging around there. Um, but yeah, what do I think of that quote? Um, I, I think it fits exactly and kind of what i'm trying to say is that like the the people here are really trying to uh they're, they're very serious about what they're building um and i think that uh, oh sorry <laughs> um that mother calling me um not to lose my train of thought but um something that i the, took from the yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the, the land new york that almost like a, so it's basically saying metaphorically that if you would have if you knew that manhattan will develop into multi-billion dollar hub as it is right now financial hub wall street will be there right that means your land that you're buying there we're not even talking about like anything else right but the land you're buying there is gonna appreciate like tens of thousands of percent right now now for a lot of users who are getting into the metaverse and asking themselves a very reasonable question like oh, how do first of all how do i discover which land is the best secondly is like you know 
what 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 is the utility of the land nowadays and what is going to be let's say in the like let's say five years or, or even let's go like one or two years closer horizon so there's a lot of open questions which people are still they need a lot of education on that so I'm, I'm sure you already tested some of the lands you know different metaverses so in your experience why is it important to participate now not like tomorrow in five years but right now well, you always get rewarded for being early. So we saw people in the crypto industry getting rewarded for being early as a, early adopters of Bitcoin and Ethereum and you know crypto. And I myself experienced being early and being rewarded for being early in the NFT space. I was an early adopter of the project Board Ape Yacht Club, a big blue chip uh, project. You know the apes that are. The, the fo photos of monkeys that are selling for millions and millions of dollars. Um, I bought that asset for $600 and later on sold it, you know, for 15 X or so, um, close to 90,000 or, or whatnot. And that was because I was early and I was paying attention. And that wasn't the only time that that happened. Um, I've done that even with, uh, you know, certain services like Ethereum name service, ENS, I was an early adopter and just using the website and getting my ENS name. And there was an airdrop that happened and I got airdropped around $7,000, you know, so being early is... 10 on 10. And that doesn't mean that you have to invest money. So again, a fun fact about me and I, I like to say this and not like a, oh, I'm so cool way, but something that like, a lot of people think that you have to invest in this industry with money and that you need a lot of money to be a part of this space. It's actually not true. I got into this industry and I've never bought crypto with fiat. So I, I never used my own dollars to buy crypto. I've only generated it through selling my art selling my services. And it's kind of this game that I play with myself where like, I'll, you know, either pull out some crypto and then make it all again and then, you know, and like do all of this stuff um, with it. So it's been a fun game. So the point of me saying that is that um, being early isn't about like, oh, what can I throw my money at? It's about what, how much can I educate myself? And then you know, you, you really have to treat it like an investment if you are putting money in. But honestly, you can get rewarded just by being present and early. So just by being aware in this industry. I think that's a that's a really beautiful insight. Like for people who have doubts that it's still like not possible, not doable, there's a, a lot of other giveaways. There's a lot of airdrops. There's a lot of, as you mentioned, like you can actually, if you're an influencer or if you're just a regular person, you can participate in something like, um, there was a lot of campaigns that help like to identify bugs in the system, right? If you're a developer or provide some UI UX com like, you know, uh, comments on any like ecosystems and then, or somehow work on multiple different occasions and still be rewarded with early tokens, which can then become like, if it's a protocol, early stage protocol, and it's can in two, three years, um, going to become huge. That's amazing. And so I think that by itself, like pro proves that, you know, we're still like, we're still in the opportunity zone, right? And opportunity cost is not high, like it's actually very doable. Uh, but with this said, like, I really want to open the, the, the we have a lot of questions. So I want to, I want our audience to start asking you directly, right? Uh, we have questions from YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. So I'm just going to read it for you and then you uh, shoot the answers. So uh captain hoddle from youtube is asking uh what is the biggest myth about web3 and nfts you see in the internet and how would you bust it 
Okay, there's there's two. So I'll, I'll start with that. You need to be really smart and into technology to be in this industry. So a lot of people think, okay, to get involved into crypto or NFTs or the Web3 space in general, I need to, you know, be a dev or I need to be an artist and or I need to know a lot about crypto and trading and be a crypto trader. Huge myth. Um, not true at all. The, actually, we've so I'll I'll tackle those three things. Like I need to be an influencer. I need to be a smart, uh, you know, trader um, or like a dev. So influencer, we actually a lot of celebrity projects fail. Actually, the most projects that fail in this industry are influencer celebrity led projects. So it's almost like Web three has reconstructed the way that we see influencers it's almost like we prefer thought leaders and we want people that um actually are progressing you know humanity and and, and the space so um it's not just for influencers like really you could be just any like literally me i was just anybody you know getting into the space and then because i was an early adopter and because i took interest and i was you know present and i'm always present i haven't taken a day off in the space because i'm so passionate about it um and opportunities have come so it's a huge place for a network um i like i've, I've never seen something like this before i've been connected to extraordinary people um because of this space so that's number one and number two that you have to be a dev no so again it's like saying like web 3 is just the next phase of the internet so it's like saying oh can i be a chef or um you know a lawyer and be in the web 3 space it's like yes we need lawyers you know chef i mean you could do some uh cool initiative with rewards or some reward program you know uh like giving like uh yeah, whatever. Like there's so there's so much space for people to come in. So it's it's web three space is one for all. It's just the next phase of the internet. So that's what I would say is on the top of my head, you know, to answer that question is like the number one, you know. Other than it being a scam as well. But I don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that, that is like, you know, uh separate It's gonna lead us, that. yes. It's a separate one. So yeah. Yes. Um so uh Alva Alvar Alvarjenes BL, if I pronounce it correctly from Twitter, is asking, could you tell us about your favorite NFT? I assume you have a bunch of them. Uh, would you sell your favorite NFT for the right price? Asking from Twitter. Definitely. Um, it's, I don't, I, I'm being very <laughs> careful because, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm pumping something or, you know, um, and whatnot, but I actually don't own any of these nfts anymore i have sold at the right price um so i would say obviously like the nft that's closest to home because it's kind of what started my journey into like the collectible and flipping spaces has to be a, of course the board ape yacht club not because it you know made so much money and whatnot because at the time when i was bullish on it it was worth like it was just worth what I bought is worth $600. And what I loved about it is that I was able to make my own version of the apes and, um, you know, sell that. And, you know, we were doing scavenger hunts and like just really the community aspect. So it kind of became this like token of hope for me and, you know, during the pandemic. So definitely the board of y'all club is very close to my heart. And to answer your question, would I sell it for the right price? Of course. So I bought the, you know, BYC uh, original ape for six hundred dollars, and I sold it for again around like eighty five to ninety thousand dollars. So for sure, for the right price, uh, of course, you know, 
<laughs> who who wouldn't? Hello. Um, and then I sold. Some people would. By the way. Yeah, some people, you're right. Like, you're right. No, no, no. Some some people. Yeah, yeah. Some some people like. Look, I also. It depends on your financial position and um you know just kind of like where you're at so i was at a in a position where i was like wow this this can help me and a lot of people in my life so i'm going to sell this asset it hurt a lot but it definitely taught me a lot as well that like you know you're you're still it, you could still be in the game so like from there i i've obviously it's not the only nfts that i've traded i've traded so many on and off um but i recently sold another asset from there like the mutant like that's something these are things that I've hodled for a very long time that I had like an emotional connection to. That's why I'm talking about it. But there's a lot of great projects. Um, I just don't feel comfortable talking about it because I don't want to say that I'm like pumping them or anything. Um, but yeah, there's there's some. Yeah, I, I hope that answered the question. I know it's a little kind of no, 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 all good. over the place answer. answer. It's a good challenging question. So I love the way you ask. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, um, for for uh, like in regards to like hodling, just really quick, if you're ever concerned or you're ever thinking like, okay, I bought this asset for a high price, um, a higher price, and now it's like low, but it's still worth something. Um, you have to ask yourself like, what is prevent? Like, why are you holding it? And the best way to really get an honest answer is would you spend this amount of money today on that asset and if you wouldn't don't let your ego get in the way like sometimes it's okay to sell for a quote-unquote loss and, and like take that money and take that lesson and like reinvest it in something else so that's happened to me before as well um so yeah got it uh samantha Demir from linkedin is asking what's uh, the main problem in web3 nfts right now there's delaying mass adoption and how can we solve it the biggest problem is that things just look complicated you know if you've ever tried to read etherscan which is like all the transactions on uh ethereum which is very interesting tell you obviously a lot and you need to know how to be able to read it if you're uh using you know if you're trading uh, nfts or if you're you know using crypto and, and everything in general it just looks complicated it doesn't look pretty um and it's not simple you know apple is simple like do i know everything that uh, this phone can do absolutely not, but I know what I need to know. And like, it's just done in a simple way. So I think that if things were just made to look more simple, um, which I, I think, you know, Ledger, for example, like the cold wallet, cold storage, which I think everybody should look into, uh, after everything that happened with the centralized exchanges, um, they, they even made like a simpler, a ledger that they just released for example you know like i think that things just need to look simpler and also if something is bothering you in the space and you feel like you could fix it like it may seem too good to be true but it's like the space is so new that you could be the next steve jobs and the next apple utilizing this technology and making the solving the issue of you know it not looking simple so i would say think it looks too complicated doesn't look pretty on the eye so the headlines, <laughs> the headlines and, and lack of education. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're not going to go there, too, because, you know, that's, uh, I have a lot to say here after certain uh, news that came out yesterday. Um, Trent Hunter from YouTube is asking, what was your first experience with Web3? Do you have a moment where you realize this is the future and you should get in an ASAP? 
Yeah. So the way that I got in was interesting. So this was now like two years ago. Uh, I started to like hear about NFTs kind of, I guess, like January or so. Um, And I got in as an artist, uh, but I got in just because there was this just newfound aspect of community. So I, I started to join these clubhouse rooms and there were strangers from all over the world teaching me about this new technology for free every single day. So they were like, you know, telling me what Web3 was, what is MetaMask, MetaMask 101, NFT 101, how to do this, how to do that. And at the time I was like, okay, I don't have gas fees to upload your your work, for example, um, were, you know, $100. And I was like, well, I don't know if I have $100 to just throw away because what if I don't sell anything? And I had strangers say, oh, I'll, you know, here you could have... you could hear some Ethereum and you could upload your artwork, for example, and land up taking it. But, you know, still just that offer and that gesture, I was like, this is something new, as well as seeing the opportunity for artists and royalties for artists. So the idea of the provenance, you know, having uh, to, to never wonder if, you know, if this is a real Picasso or if this is a real Basquiat, like the next generation of that, um, just because the art world is so shady that, you know, having this provenance that is stamped on the blockchain is something revolutionary for just the art world um, and history just to keep this ledger of history and um, so that really got me interested and then the aspect of community and unity and you know anybody anywhere no matter what their financial background is having the ability to have a wallet and have access to a bank account really had this I had this aha moment um I never left <laughs> I after that. <laughs> no, never wanted to leave. <laughs> we'll, we'll make the highlights. It will be like one of the highlights will be like stamp on the blockchain. That will be like. <laughs> I love. So uh, Rafael from YouTube is asking, how are you making the most uh, of this so-called crypto winter in your daily life? What changes do you see compared to the last bull market? Well, I'm so I've shifted more from trading every day because obviously this time last year, January, February, uh, there was a, a, a huge like bull market, like everything and anything was just minting. And that was kind of not good because that's where all like the, the scammy stuff was happening. No, you know, you would go on TikTok and you would see like, I just sold this for, you know, 100K. And then I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, I read the book. No, you didn't. And there was a lot of like lies and like stuff going on. And I was like, okay, this is so frustrating to someone like me who got in for these reasons. And then now seeing this, I was like, oh my God, now everyone's going to think this place is a scam and run away. But like, this isn't it. This isn't the technology. This isn't the essence of the space. So the difference is now is I'm focusing more on the real quote unquote builders, like the companies that are taking their time. Cause like if you're building something serious, it's going to take time. So I've moved more to helping educate others so that we don't make the same mistakes um, and educating myself more and focusing more on like advisory consulting, like that aspect and like less trading and flipping. Although I do still have to, um, you know, I have to keep my finger on the pulse. So I'm in the market every single day. I'm just being way more careful. I always was though on where I invest my money. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that even in the bull market, I was careful. I didn't let the crazy amount of money making opportunity, uh, you know, ju- judge. Like, obviously, I've, I've failed a lot in this space, but like, I've succeeded a lot. And par- the, the times where I was successful is I am a pr- almost a pro at like not falling for the FOMO tactics that a lot of these, 
you know, companies or projects will do. So um, just becoming like a FOMO expert <laughs> and just being really careful on, you know, where I put my investments and, uh, and whatnot and following my intuition with it. That's smart. Um, I think Anonymous is asking from YouTube is like, so what is what is the difference between getting a job, a virtual job and a physical job in Dubai? And how can I get a job in the in a metaverse? Um, I don't think I could. I don't know how to answer that necessarily just because like a lot of, you know, like I work digitally even though, you know, I'm, I'm in Dubai, like, you know, we're doing this digitally, you know, you're in New York mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm in Dubai. Um, so I think that there's a lot of jobs online. I think what you're referring to maybe is one I mentioned that there's going to be 40,000, um, new jobs. Um, so I, that's by 2030. So I guess like the place to start would definitely be on Twitter. So if you're not on Twitter, the hub of NFTs in this whole Web3 space is on NFT crypto Twitter. So I would get on that ASAP because there are people that literally post job hirings on Twitter. I myself have done it before and I get most of my jobs and work from Twitter. So be active with Twitter, interact with community members from the NFT space. It's still pretty tiny in my opinion. Um, and there's always people looking to, to hire and collaborate, um, and stuff like that. That's where you can start. And then, um, in regards to like the, the 40,000 jobs, like I'm not sure. I don't think they rolled it out yet. That's just something to look forward to or that they're, they're planning. Um, usually with these things, it does take like, time although i think it's pretty quick because it's all happening pretty fast but yeah so i would again if you want a job in the web3 space get on nft twitter um there is no doubt about it like i know things that you know are like i'm the first to know about these things because i'm i'm active on twitter all the time before instagram before linkedin before literally tiktok and twit whatever it is Twitter's the place. So get on NFT Twitter if you want a job in the Web3 space. That's a good advice. And with closing this conversation, I know you're very active in Twitter. You're very active on TikTok. But what is your preferred means of communication if somebody wants to ask something for you or offer collaboration after they see this podcast? So where should they find you? Yeah, so I, I'm active every single day, every single day on Twitter. Um, and in my Twitter, there's a link in my bio. And if you want to collaborate or work with me, there's an application either for advisory and consulting or Twitter spaces. Um, but yeah, I usually answer comments. I pretty much read everything just because I'm on there all the time. So you could either do that. I don't really read DM. So if you really truly want to work together, that link in my bio is the place I read all applications. That is something I do read because if you are serious about working together, you'll fill that application out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, that's that's how to reach me. You want to collab? Perfect. Thank you so much, Michele. It was uh, really nice learning from you. So thank you for your thoughts. You know, like I'm sure our community appreciated it. And if they will have more questions, they know how to fill in the application now. Like that's very clear. <laughs> And thank you, everyone, for joining Bullcaster today. And uh, we're going to see you uh, in about two weeks at 4 p.m. UTC or 11 a.m. EST on YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, Twitter Live, all the possible lives. And we will invite more uh, amazing personalities like Michaela. Uh, for today, we thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Good chats. <laughs> it was. Thank you. Stay tuned with Bullcaster. 
attack show for all crypto bulls.